Welcome, Life in Abundance. We're back at it uh, right before Christmas. We're on this Christmas Eve, and we got our little uh, four-year-old Sayla snuggling with mom. She's been a little sick the last couple months, actually. She's been a lot of sick. Come yeah. on, not fun stuff. We're working through it, though. We're on the mend. On the mend, yep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I feel like everybody, everyone's sick this holiday season. But all our kids have gotten something. And uh, yeah, so we are uh, back at it, and today we're going to be talking about watering what is right in front of you, and habits to make that easier, Yeah, to see what is right in front of you. Uh, That's been one of my big things. We do a stacking uh, every morning, which is a a journal in our app. It's a walk and talk with God, and what it does is it separates your facts and feelings and gives you a clear call to action. And the last probably month, I've been really hearing uh, God say, hey, just water what is right in front of you and enjoy what you have uh, right in front of you. Enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, enjoy people that you see at the grocery store every day, the gym, those kind of things. Because uh, sometimes we miss those because we look at uh, things that we want or that we think we need. And in reality, we have everything we need right in front of us. And that's been one big lesson for me, especially the holiday season. Um, I get up every morning and stack um, at about 5 a.m. And I would sit sit at the same spot. And um, I was sitting there this morning, actually. And I was like, wow, like things have changed a lot in the last year. Whereas last year, I probably would have been a little hungover. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I still woke up early, but I would have been hungover. Not, I'm watching TV or scrolling on Netflix. And last night we had some friends over, had a couple drinks, and woke up 4.30, totally fine, and stacked, and was just like, wow, like I can really enjoy the day, enjoy the time with my kids, with my family, and friends, uh, because I'm not so concerned with making everyone happy, or um, worrying about what other people are doing, or jealousy, but just to have a clear thought, and uh, realize that um, I do have everything in front of me. Oh, well, look at that. He's talking about us, girl. Well, it's funny that you say that because in this class that we've been taking, we were down in Dana Point about eight months ago, and I was doing a walk and talk with one of my friends, and I said, you know, as we were meditating, I just felt like this calmness come over me, and God just shared with me, water what's in front of you. And I just kept saying, I don't know why I'm in this class. I feel like I'm being called here for something greater than hair. I couldn't figure it out. And um, I knew that I was going to progress in the hair industry, in the world of beauty, but I didn't know at what magnitude, and I just knew it was beyond my chair. And so as I was feeling kind of that, um, like, unsettling, like, what am I supposed to do with this God? He just said... Water what's in front of you. Like, be still and be present. And that was super powerful for me to hear those words in that time because I kept going back to this class. And as we're, you know, focusing on building your salon to be bigger and better and your hair business bigger and better, I'm like, that is not where my mind is right now. So it was interesting as I felt like I continued to go to Dana Point and pursue this. It was not for the purpose of the class, but for my purpose in the class. And that was super powerful for me to realize, oh baby, 
um, only a few months ago that I was called to this group to share with them just the love and light that God has put on my heart and my experience and expertise in the business, in the industry, and that I had something great to offer there that I didn't recognize or realize in the very beginning. So that was cool for me to come to that realization and then implement that in our class kind of beyond um, the council group that I was in. We've now are merging with the men's group and now I get to serve those women from a different angle and again water what's in front of me so I love those words because they are so relevant in our life right now and um, these are kind of big revelations we come to in this process we call stacking and that's something we do daily in journaling it's a way to become like more disciplined and get your thoughts out there to um, for one Mark and I share our stacks every day you don't have to do that but that's our choice and it helps one another to understand where the other person is at that point or that um state of mind i guess when you're entering any situation it's always nice to know where the other person uh is coming from so that's helpful in communicating in our family for sure um all right girlfriend sit still for me okay hang tight um, but it, yeah, stacking has changed our world in business and our connection as a couple and our relationship with God and, um, separating facts from feelings are hard for people to do and making a conscious effort to do so has been so powerful for us. Yeah. Uh, like right now we actually, I actually just got in a fight with three <laughs> and, uh, we just talked it out and, uh, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do that a year ago let alone six months ago and do this podcast right after. And we started the podcast and we had to uh, detour for a little bit. We had to pause. We pause, got the time pause out. It. But <laughs> it was one of those things where, yeah, you, you do have to realize in the moment that, hey, like, yeah, you're you're upset, you're mad. But at the end of the day, it's like, is it is it going to change anything? Probably not. So uh, just enjoy the day and don't ruin it for your for your insecurities and that's something I did for a long time for a long time in my life was I let like my insecurities ruin the whole day ruin the week whatever it might be and for me when you water what is right in front of you you have a um, sense of purpose and you have a sense of that you don't need everyone's approval and that was one thing when I first joined my coaching class is I had a call with a guy named coach Sam and he drew a box with four squares and he asked me about my body and asked me about my being and my balance, my business. And he said, do you realize you already have it all? You're just looking outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if you just water what is inside of the box, you know, meaning you treat your body better, uh, meaning that you take your wife on dates, meaning that you connect with God more, you put more things in your business, that you'll have more fruit. He's like, you already have the you already have the life, you already have it all, you just need to put the work in and be consistent with it uh, because uh, when you don't water what's right in front of you, in my opinion, is that's when you get inconsistent and you just try to look for things. It's kind of like when people do diets. Distracted. Yeah, it's like when people do diets, they go, they set out, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this diet. And then their friend two weeks later tells them about keto. Then they try keto. Then their other friend tells them about intermittent fasting. And it's just before you know it, they've already given up and it's six months in and they tried five different diets. Yeah. So... Well, you're just, it's easy to become distracted. And it's funny in this um, process of just changing our life, honestly, like transforming our life, you become obsessed with your routine and the discipline that it requires soon 
is not so difficult. You look forward to your routine. And people always laugh as Mark's like, oh, yeah, I wake up at 4.30 every day, and I actually really enjoy it. They're like, what? How could you enjoy that? It's amazing how little sleep your body really requires when it's good sleep. It's quality sleep. And how much you do look forward to your alarm going off and having your coffee and just having our routine and our quiet time and talk with God. And I know for me, um, to make the shifts in my life that I am making, I couldn't have done that without taking a minute to stop and recognize what needs to change. I struggled in those moments so much too. And this walking and talking with God, it allows you to struggle and sort your thoughts and come up with solutions that are feasible and make sense for you. So um, I don't want to work towards something that is not realistic. I want to create realistic um, experiences for my family and myself as we go through this process. So that has definitely helped me in changed me in every way and another thing is like mark said um this morning it definitely threw a wrench into our life just it not going the way that i had in mind or he had in mind and it would have ruined our christmas in the past mark would have lost his mind and ran outside to do whatever and just give me space and it would have made me more mad because i want to talk to him in the moment but um Instead, he's using these tools that we have learned in our life to do things differently and not let it ruin our day or our kids' day or even the season. So for that, I'm so grateful that we can process them differently and handle them differently. And it took us 17 years to get here. I'm not saying it happened overnight either. I mean, it's six, eight months of like strict discipline for us to do what we did this morning and shift gears and enjoy an afternoon together after a fight like that. So... um yeah, whoever needs to hear this, I want to encourage you that sometimes it's just taking a minute to stop. Look around you. Like Mark said, water what's in front of you. Don't be distracted. And even though it's a struggle at times, because it is for everyone, make a conscious effort to pour your energy into what matters. And for us, that is everything that we are doing this year is just making a conscious effort. Yeah, I, you said a key word, and that's a discipline. I, I know that if I wasn't disciplined, I wouldn't be able to um, see what is right in front of me, right? You you miss things a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And the big thing for me that I missed for a lot of years was my marriage and the pain that I would cause my wife and, and how inconsistent I was showing up. And we got called on stage in July um, by our coach. We were at a class and we just came to a head where – if he would have done that six months earlier, there's no chance I would have been able to handle it or or, or hear him because I wasn't I wasn't living like I should have been living in discipline. Mm-hmm. And in July was probably about May was when I started to like really turn it on. And um, July, like we were, I was in a whole different spot, so I mm-hmm. could I could see it and I could see my wife, whereas before I was just like totally blind to it because I wasn't living in discipline mm-hmm. and the, the more you live in discipline with your body with your routines um and your balance and your date nights and those things then the easier it is to see when someone's right in front of you or see hurting or see what you need to fix or adapt and for me that's been really big because I feel like Bree's always been able to see see that and be in um in alignment and know when things need to stop or need to go. And for me, I was just like, I was so out of the, the the box that was right in front of me. I was just like, man, I was looking for anything to fulfill it. 
It was alcohol, porn, jealousy, anger, regret, shame, guilt, whatever it might be. And at the end of the day, it's like, hey, man, it's just right here in front of you. Mm -hmm. And I sit there stacking in the mornings and just looking at, like, my home and uh, just like, hey, like, look what you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't have a $10 million home or you don't have this, but it could be worse. You have a really good life. You have nice cars. You have your your health. You have all these Mm -hmm. things. And something that's kind of funny, I have three kidney stones right now. <laughs> and speaking about it's watering, awful. yeah, speaking about watering what's in front of you is a year ago, I would have like lost it. Like I would have been like so nervous and anxious about the pain and why me and how did it happen, yada, yada, yada. But since I water right in front of me, it's like I had, I, I have my doctor's phone number. I text him. He got me in. He figured it out, like got me on some medication, gave me an IV, blah, blah, blah. And really I've had back pain, but um, like hasn't been other, and it's not been that bad. Mm-hmm. And so I have, I think a lot of my pain has to do with me, like, hey, not over, overdoing it yeah. and overblowing it where I could have overblown it. And this morning I was on my path with that, with, with our fight. I was on the path of over, just, just blowing it up and then... Just had to stop and take a time out. But that's only because I'm living in discipline and I can hear the voice in my head, which I always have heard, but now I actually listen to it and like put the and brakes don't on. don't ignore it, yeah. Yeah, and put the brakes on when I need to. Mm-hmm. No, it's super powerful. And I think for couples who go through this, everybody does. If you communicate, you go through this. If you don't communicate, you go through this. So what's the worse or evil, right? I'd rather know where Mark's headspace is than sit there and be wondering. And uh, this is something that helps us do that to work through things like this morning or just any heightened emotions in relationship. And for us, for Mark to like recover like he did this morning and not live how we used to, like for that, I am so grateful because I remember the pain of what it was like for my kids and myself when Mark couldn't control his temper or his emotions in a situation like that. So for me, this was a big deal, as silly as it sounds, but I'm so grateful that my Christmas isn't ruined because Mark does have um, consistent habits in his daily life so that he can handle situations like this better. And um, we've made um, just, like, big moves to make that happen for us. And as far as, like, the therapy on stage we always reference back to, we were at a place where we had to be fully exposed and vulnerable for us to heal. And I think a lot of times people bury these things. I was just talking to a gentleman this morning in a coaching call about that, is you bury these things and sedate and create ways to just suppress those feelings so that when they're scratched again, that little, you know, wound is there, it's exposed, it's like 10 times deeper and worse. And each time it becomes like that, instead of really getting in there, cleaning it out and letting it heal, um, a lot of times people suppress all those emotions and those feelings and we can't work through them. And so they come out in, in on days like today over a stupid fight blown up to something bigger. And really, the truth is we started talking about what we were fighting about and Mark said, all right, here's the real deal. And it took us about five minutes for him to get there and openly say that. But once he exposed what the real issue was, then we can move on from it. Because if he didn't, we would still sit here with this tension between us and knowing that that's not the real root of the issue. So for us in this um, stacking, it helps us to really dig deep and expose those feelings within those wounds and be able to heal um, at the right level. And so for 
our marriage, we have benefit from this so much, but it's work and it is painful and it is exposure. And one thing our coach has always said, he said, the most powerful man in the room has nothing to hide. If Mark knows everything I'm thinking and feeling, he shouldn't feel threatened by anyone or anything. And I make sure that I am more than communicating my feelings and emotions with him. And he's definitely good about doing the same. So when we can do that with one another, you have a different level of trust. Um, And it took us a long time to get here. So um, I just want to share that with whoever needs to hear that. It's okay to be in a moment where you need to stop and struggle with it and feel all those emotions. You're not wrong for it. But it's what you choose to do after that is what really counts. Yeah. So. That, that's the only way that you'd be able to see what is fully right in front of you. Yeah. Is if you deal with the pain and you deal with with things that you've done or might not have done. Mm-hmm. And that was something like I said in July when we were sitting on stage and I had never, it's kind of a weird experience, I had never really looked at my wife um, and seen her be tired. Like the tiredness that she was feeling around my actions. Like you just see her on a day-to-day basis, but to see her on stage and like to actually, I'm, I'll never forget the way her face looked and it's just tired. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have missed this for years. Mm-hmm. And I live with her and I look at her. And uh, it was one of those moments where it was like, kind of like if you've ever struggled in marriage and you're laying in bed and you're right next to your partner, but it feels like it's, like she's a mile away. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it kind of felt like on stage. Mm-hmm. We were sitting there and, and I was like, Oh my gosh, like, um, I was like, this is crazy. Like how, how have I missed this? Like my whole life. But yeah, it was, it was one of those things where on stage I, I had never realized I'd never really looked at you and like seen that. And that was a real big, as we say, kicking the dick <laughs> for me and for me to wake up. And I still struggle with the scarcity mindset, the insecurities I have, like I just did with this morning. But it's one of those things where I can course correct a lot quicker and I can see my faults and see the action that I need to take going forward. Whereas before I would have just said in it and I would have just fucking let it uh, eat me alive. And so, um, yeah, it's been a big thing where uncovering your wounds and it's, I, I always use the analogy of like, you have a bandaid over your wound and you take the bandaid off and like, oh man, I didn't realize how deep it was. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what we go through is you have to dig it out and just constantly clean it to get to the root cause of yeah. why everything's happening. And once you do, it's even still painful because you have to address mm-hmm. your fault. You have to address your actions. And then the other person, your spouse or your friends, whoever it might be, they have to be willing to accept you and forgive you. And not because you say it, but because of how you act going forward. Yeah. I and think for you, one of your greatest struggles was forgiving yourself. But I yes. know what allowed us to um, come to the place where we could do that was you being completely honest, not with me, but with yourself. And once you could do that, then it was a whole lot easier to say what your struggle was. Um, but until then, it was just how can we cover this? How can we suppress this? How can we sedate this? That wasn't giving us anything healthy yeah. in the end. But once you expose it, it's like you shed light on it all of a sudden. It doesn't have to be a dark place, but it can be a place of healing and restore. Just yeah. like our marriage has experienced. Yeah, no, it's so much easier to like fall back into TV, Instagram, alcohol, 
porn. Yeah. Right? It's so much easier to do those things. You don't, you don't have to communicate. You don't have to mm-hmm. address, you know, it's like, hey, babe, I'm going to bed. Okay, cool. Thanks. You know, like, um, I'll see you in the morning. Mm-hmm. And just don't even talk about it. And what this does is you have to stop lying. Stop lying to yourself. Stop yeah. lying to other people. And so you, you have to have those conversations where you're like, okay, this is not going to go good <laughs> because I'm telling the truth. But at the end of the day, it's going to make our relationship stronger and better. Yeah. And uh, it just might take a little more time. Yeah, but there's freedom in that, though. There's freedom, yeah, mm-hmm. because you don't have to hide anything. And for a long mm-hmm. time, I had to suppress and hide. So I thought I was hiding or I thought I was being secretive. And at the end of the day, it's like my wife knew it. And even if she didn't know it, she kind of already... We saw through Yeah, the saw through it. <laughs> and so when you water what is right in front of you and you stay in discipline, uh, that's how you create good habits. That's how you create a healthy body, marriage, business, and relationships. Yep. We're doing the dang thing. So um, if you want more information about our coaching programs and how we help couples to work through hard topics, trust me, we've been through some hard ones and we've rode a really uh, rocky roller coaster there for a little bit. But um, no matter what the situation is, we always go back to what we know and insert it in something that we may not know and just allow God to do um, what he does there as long as we are doing the work and again, being disciplined and creating those healthy habits. So, um, I think that's it for today, but yeah, if you're, if you're on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe. If you're listening on any platform, uh, Spotify, Apple, anything like that, uh, give us a like and a follow. We appreciate it until next time. Yeah. Next time where we're deeper and more vulnerable. Let's see if we'll talk about the fight on that one. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good day. Bye.